That's how it starts. The fever, the rage, the feeling of powerlessness that turns good men cruel. Welcome, I'm Andrew Dice. And I'm Stephen Colbert. And this is Batman v Superman by the Minute. We watch Batman v Superman one minute at a time and then talk about it for more than one minute at a time. For much more. Sometimes an absurd amount. Sometimes we go off on tangents. Sometimes we talk about what's in the minute. Sometimes we talk about what is coming later. But it is always about or mostly about BVS and it is mostly about a minute. Yeah, I'm I'm very happy because we're now getting into some Affleck minutes. Yeah, I I I really like talking about the Clark stuff and I feel like I'm the more we do that, the more I'm kind of uncovering a lot of really fascinating parts about his story that aren't as explicitly told as as yep. I um as I would have thought, like a lot of his facial expressions and sort of the story there. Yep. But I don't, there's just something about when Ben Affleck is on screen that just makes me really hyped about this movie. Yeah, and, it takes uh, me back to um when I was in junior high and there were there were girls that were nice to me and then girls that weren't. And when <laughs> yeah. I was talking with the girls that were nice to me, I would be like, yeah, man, life is so easy. I don't even know what it was about that other girl. And then Ben Affleck walks on screen and I'm like, oh, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> why Why are we drawn to the tortured ones, Stephen? I don't know. We, we left him with possibly- I, I love that analogy, though. Thank Perfect. you very much. Uh, ben Affleck just takes me back to my junior high days. And you know what? I will say- of all of the shots where he looks really, you know, Bruce Wayne looking like a real Bruce, uh, we cut to him in this underground boxing match, and it certainly is one. The house treats luck like an insult. But, you know, uh, I guess we're going to play a clip here or something, so I'm going to extend this intro forever. So let's maybe okay. get to that. Okay, and well, I'll okay, yo, <laughs> yeah, play the clip. Good luck for one is always his brother's misfortune. Smiutsa, kuktu smiutsa, paslidni. Three nights with a Bolshoi ballerina, that line was all she taught me. Not all, I'm sure. Good evening. All right. Yeah, so this is Bruce Wayne, but like, I don't know if I, if I should be like frustrated or not, but like, why can't we get Matches Malone in a, <laughs> in a, in a Batman movie? Like, what's wrong with this being Matches Malone down in this club, like schmoozing it up? You, so basically you want Ben Affleck in, in a mustache Argo. with aviators with a match in his mouth giving this guy boxing advice. Yes, that's what I want. Why doesn't why, why doesn't Zack Snyder get Batman? <laughs> <laughs> this is obviously a Matches Malone scene. Anyway, we don't have Matches Malone. We have Bruce. It turns out he didn't whisper Martha into that boxer's ear. He whispered some observation that he'd made about the man that he was fighting, which allows his fighter to finish him handily, face down on the pavement. And I do want to point out, because I noticed the boxer who is knocked out has a tattoo on his back that is a Grim Reaper with the banner underneath that says King of Kings. Oh, interesting. And I, it is definitely a case of like the symbolism of putting a phrase reserved for the King of Kings, the Savior, the Messiah, with death speaks for itself, but the fact that you would probably not even recognize that is cool. I also appreciate the nod that the fighter gives to Bruce and Bruce's kind of inside smirk. What what do we think he whispered to him? It looks like he tells him like that the guy leans into his punches too much or something because yep. I think he 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 lets the guy overreach 
and yep. and then hits him when he's off balance. He's not going to come back at you after you do that because the guy kind of doesn't even worry about him countering. He just keeps hammering. Yeah. And then he gives him a good foot to the face, which is great. I'm now really paying close attention to like, oh man, are we going to see similar choreography in Batman later? Yeah. But I really love that aspect of like, we haven't really seen, we haven't seen him do like fight. We've seen him kind of in a pseudo action, Yeah, but we haven't seen Batman actually fight yet. And so to have the first introduction to him be like, he doesn't even need to throw a punch in order to like take a dude down. He just like whispers like, you know, whatever the fatal flaw is. He already he can, knows. Yeah. Yeah. It, it really gets that sort of detective aspect of the, or not just the de- detective, but like the, the very well-trained, experienced fighter. Yeah. That he can watch a guy and he knows exactly where he needs to be punched to like take him down. And that's always one of the more cool aspects of Batman is not just that he, he can punch, but like he knows exactly when and where to punch to like destroy anybody. Yeah. And it opens up the door to now every time he's fighting somebody. It's not choreography. He's just taking those seconds to know exactly what he has to do. So it isn't yeah. like just how strong he is or or the fact that he's dressed up as a bat, which has to help. But yeah, we get the, the real meat of this scene is we get our first look at the man we now know as Anatoly Kanayazev, a.k.a. the KG Beast, who I find it very rude that he throws his like shit onto the guy's back. Well, because that dude was, would have won if it weren't for... But, like, uh, a for, lot of people probably lost money. <laughs> do people – is that a normal thing, like, in a regular boxing match when someone gets knocked out? Do people just start throwing their drinks at, like, Evander Holyfield? It's an, under, it's an underground boxing club. Like, and, no and this is KGB. So like, we're not talking about normal people in normal boxing matches. Yeah, fair. I guess I do wonder how much he wagered because yeah. he does seem mad. Either way – Well, and he, I mean, he – in the same way that, like, Bruce was able to look at the fight and, and tell the dude how to throw it – who knows if he's on the same level as mm. as Bruce, but I imagine out of everyone in that room, between him and Bruce, they're the two that are going to be able to size up those guys and pick the winner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's clear because Bruce goes up to the bar and it's clear that he bet on the other guy, which tells me that probably he bet on him because the odds were really – or not the odds were, oh. were good on him, but the – um, I see. I, I know I don't know my gambling terms. Well, like the opposite? Um it's it's the the payout was really high on him because yeah, the yeah. odds were were low, and so Bruce went with him knowing that he could whisper something in his ear to make him win, which screwed up Kanayev's plan of like just picking the guy that he knew was gonna win. And you know, I bet Bruce did that on purpose to kind of set up that conversation. Yeah, this is our first time that Bruce and Kanayev have gone head to head, and Bruce has come up, I guess, seeing what he didn't. Yeah, I wonder if that'll come back. But yeah, we get uh, a great exchange between them where bar- rude bartender. This whole thing is rude because they do treat luck like <laughs> I, I can't. I I hate it. It's not impolite. Anyway, we get this terrific exchange between them, which is good luck for one is always his brother's misfortune. And then Bruce says in Russian, but all accounts are balanced. In the end, we get our little bullshit ballerina joke. Little ta- ha ha walked away. Bruce has cloned his phone. I feel like the only thing I want to talk about. Is how dumb I am that I never noticed that this. What would you call it? This is um. What do you call one of these? It's not an anecdote. Let's work for this. What 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 are we talking about? Good luck for one is always his brother's misfortune. Oh, a proverb. Proverb. Thank you. I guess it's a Russian proverb that I never realized that good luck for one is always his brother's misfortune is the exact same thing as the hero cake and the horses drowning. Oh wow! Yeah, of course. And also speaks. We've just seen Metropolis set up next to Gotham. 
Metropolis has thrived while Gotham is basically dying. But all accounts are settled in the end. Or yeah, it's it's obviously a proverb that is what it's saying is nothing particularly profound. I like it, but I, I'm mostly amazed that I never really realized they are flat out just calling out this theme again. Yeah, things going good for someone else inherently means they're going bad for someone else. The central theme of so Clark's story is... I guess we can chalk that one up with a firm in the uh, too subtle category. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize until now. I guess you didn't either. Hopefully our listeners didn't. Yeah. Well, you, you know that they're going to be like, I can't believe you missed that. Did you catch the, <laughs> the whatever that we missed? You know, I'm yeah. sure Man of Steel Answers got it and we didn't. <laughs> yeah. And also the, but all accounts are balanced in the end, is seen as like an affirming thing between them here. But yeah. for the larger story being told, that's a chilling <laughs> that's a chilling thing to say because, you know, it's basically saying that Batman's misfortune, things went great for Superman and Batman suffered for it, but don't worry, he's going to get his. And that's horrifying. We don't want him to. Well, and we know that his Ben Affleck's Batman arc was supposed to, like in this movie, uh, Superman sacrifices himself. Yeah. And then in what, Justice League 2 or three depending on how that all played out yeah we were going to get that final crisis batman shooting dark side and like sacrificing himself moment yeah and all accounts are settled in the end it's a great moment i believe we get uh obviously have you heard these are Zack snyder's hands <laughs> <laughs> on uh, our hand i guess bruce hey, on well, his we've phone officially we've officially reached our uh podcast logo oh yeah that's true yep i do i i kind of want to call it i do really really enjoy the way, and I can get why Snyder would do it himself, is the timing on the shot as Kanaizev picks up his phone and walks away and you get the hand moving. It's just a, it's a really nice, like, I think those shots are really hard to make be, um, that smooth and kind of slick that, yeah, we're communicated absolutely everything we need to know about this even before the, yeah, it's one of those, it's one of those aspects of filmmaking that you don't really think about unless you go and try to construct a scene like this in that like you can't just set up a camera and record people talking like there's so many things that need to be happening to make it visually interesting and not just camera angle and like background but there's like a sense of motion that needs to continue like with the editing and pacing and so like the the time from KG Beast walking away to Bruce picking up his phone is like a very very kind of integral to stuck to the pacing of the entire scene yeah. and like try to do it the same way twice you're not going to yeah I like it a lot I like that we learn uh, clearly Bruce speaks several languages which is of a, course I guess kind of cast aside but it's cool to like ponder that as a comic book fan pretty dope I enjoy that that Callan Mulvey gets a chance to grin like a smile <laughs> finally as this character because it is kind of funny that this like pompous billionaire is like hey yeah well and does he know that that's bruce wayne that he's talking to and if he does like how much has lex told him because we know lex knows who bruce is so is he like does he know that he's at this like was he there for the purpose of letting bruce clone his phone yeah or was lex just kind of is he just a a lure on the end of lex's fishing line and doesn't know it oh that yeah what a bummer! Sorry, I'm just I'm processing that right now. Because well, he, I don't think he knows the entirety of of Lex's plan, but he's got to know. Like he knew they were framing Superman, right? Yeah. In uh, Nairobi, so he's got to know that they're trying to frame Batman now. We would have to be bringing to it that Batman's identity would be a closely guarded secret. Like we 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 are bringing that into the movie because based on what's here, he's Lex's guy. Lex and him are working in this together. 
So he knows the entire time he's at the fight, like, oh man. So, wow, makes me respect Kanaizev so much better that when he saw Bruce, he was like, okay, keep it together. Yeah. I can't let him know. This is all going perfectly. <laughs> well, and I guess then the the expression of frustration when he when he loses the the bet also yeah. then would be uh, you know, kind of playing into the like he knew what was going on. Like yeah, of course. Yeah. And then when he goes over and orders his drinks, he's like, Oh man, I bet you he's gonna sidle up. There he is. Just take <laughs> yeah. another drink. Maybe you should look in between shots and see if he like snickers. Yeah, exactly. Well, maybe that's what that smile was about, was he was smiling because he I got let- you. Oh, that makes that so much better. Poor Bruce. Well, I know that frustrates some people because he's supposed to be like the world's greatest detective, but I don't think it's controversial to say that he's not exactly on top of his game right now. No, yeah. He's not playing it too sharp, but all that I guess that is kind of sad that it really gives Lex mastery over his whole... He's not even hunting. Yeah, right? he's, like, just, he's just following breadcrumbs that he doesn't... Yeah. Well done, Lex. I wonder if... I hope he was like he had cameras and was just... I can see him like sitting back with like a big bowl of popcorn. Yeah, well, that's the way one of those prequel comics, those come up surprisingly more often than I think they would. But yeah. um, at the end of one of the prequel comics, I don't remember what it was. There was the ending of one of them where the whole point of it was that Batman was more violent than he used to be. Mm. And I remember it ended with a shot of Lex sitting back and looking like there's like a dozen monitors, like a Ozymandias kind of thing. Oh, with yeah. all, and it's And it's all got Batman and like Bruce Wayne on it. It's coming together for Lex. I believe that we, I'm sure you took note, this is another perfect on-the-minute scene change. Yeah, my favorite. This does it for minute 39. We're close to 40 minutes. Can you believe it? Wow, we are blazing through and still <laughs> so far from the end. <laughs> yeah, wow. I mean, geez, this is, feels like it's going to be over in no time. It feels like we've only been doing this for like a week. Yeah, well, you know, and we've been looking at it so, so close. It's crazy. I went back and I and I rewatched it from the beginning up through kind of past where we where, we we, where we've gotten to, which I haven't done really since. Like I've been jumping around for reference and stuff, but I haven't actually sat down and watched all the minutes that we've covered back to back yeah. to back. And and I've got to say, I I do have like a much greater appreciation, like especially at, with all the time I've spent raving about those first twenty minutes, watching that all together, knowing how much like clockwork it's constructed, yeah. and how that end of that tw- first 20 minutes is like the end of the like that prologue and we get into the other stuff it's um it's so fun to kind of watch the movie now knowing not just like kind of the story and what happens but just like the rhythm that it gets into that we were, we were feeling from the minute by minute approach and um and I, I can't wait to finish you know the whole podcast in five years whenever this is done yeah. and to and to go back and watch the movie all the way through having having picked it apart to this extent and be able yeah. to kind of truly enjoy like the full spread after dissecting it in so yeah. much detail it's so dense yeah i think that the byproduct of this is it's making me have more empathy for people who said i just didn't really like follow it or whatever yeah where in the past i might have said well how did you miss this stuff now i'm like well no i mean it makes perfect sense if you were watching it passively yeah, exactly. Or like, um, the, that's the thing I noticed starting the rewatch when I went back and, and, and did that watch was the number of places in the first 20 minutes. If you're like on the fence or if you go in remotely cynical or yep. if you just aren't like really compelled to care about these characters, there's like a handful of nope, I'm out moments. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the fact that the Waynes very clearly get shot in the face, I know is kind of a turnoff for some people. And that like happens right up front. 
the fact that the Waynes get killed at all is turn off for some people. Then there's the Bruce floating up into the air part. And so it's unfortunate that so many people kind of had that, that turn off early on, but it is kind of crazy how, you know, all the way up through those first few minutes, there's so many like places that people could kind of jump out and be like, yeah, I'm not going to tune in for the rest yeah. of this. Not us though. No, no, we are blazing on to one more minute by one more minute. Yep, we're the kind of people who are saying, I have to say before we wrap up this minute, what good hands Callan Mulvey has. Yeah. The the tattoo work and the rings and the tinting of fingers, love it. I love every second of that shot. I love that he takes, gulps down probably about four ounces of vodka in those two shots. Maybe maybe that was him celebrating. <laughs> there, that's <laughs> our, these are my, oh my God, we I'm, he's going so well drinks. <laughs> he probably got a text from Lex. That's what we don't see is he texted Lex. He's like, BW is here. And then Lex just replying, OMG. And then, <laughs> oh, he's he whispered, he whispered, OMG, OMG, are you serious? And then when he goes over and then we went over to the bar, he's like, we got him. He's hooked. And then Lex sent like two glasses cheersing. And then he like went back and like did a happy face and then did the cheers back and then ordered the drinks. You know, you know, the, the, um, the kind of crazy part about that is that would not be difficult to create in a fan edit. <laughs> <laughs> we do just have phone screens turned over. Exactly. Yeah. Just all the insert shots. Well, and you could easily find like shots of a phone screen and a hand from like a dark <laughs> club or something like that. Just to. Kind of <laughs> oh, yeah. I love it. I love it. So I'm not going to do it, but if someone wants to do that and. Uh, so, yeah, if someone wants to do that, that's great. I don't need you to do it because I'm picturing it and it's spectacular. Yeah. With that imaginary minute, we will draw this episode to a close. We will begin our next episode with minute 40. Let's just call it a milestone. Yeah. Our 40th episode, Spectacular. We'll do um, Edward 40 hands for the 40th episode. I mean, you've said it. Let us know on Twitter if you support that idea, at BVS by the minute. Throw us a review <laughs> in iTunes or – no, not iTunes. I keep saying iTunes. It's Apple Podcasts now, right? Yeah. Man, go ahead and throw us one. You know, this is going to be here in perpetuity. I can't say that word without remembering that time that you couldn't pronounce it. Um, um <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what you said, like per- poopatuity, I think. Poop. I poop made it out. I said in poop. Yeah, at the time that this episode was recorded, we got a two star. I love the fact that it was a two star. They're like, why does this podcast even exist? Two stars. Two stars. <laughs> like, hey, thanks, man. Yeah, thanks for not doing the going all the way to one. But it's funny. One for each Martha. Because we did get a a two or three star review previously by someone who was like, it's clear you guys aren't in the studio together. Yeah. And I, I think it was about a, it. it was a quick it was a quick uh, reflex review. Yeah, well, because we commented on it, and then I just noticed like a few weeks ago that that they removed yeah. it. So thank you, person, for removing the bad review. But and I know that but, by saying this, we are like inviting people to leave negative reviews. Well, but let's be frank, <laughs> we're we're almost forty minutes in at this point. Like, if you've listened to forty minutes and you're going to leave us a negative review, like, like what are you even doing here if you don't love us? Yeah, I want you <laughs> like, to stop listening. <laughs> Yeah, like for your own sake, like if you're if you've hate listened to, to yep. how many hours of of podcast uh, would they have had to hate listen to to get to get to this point? Yeah, well, our our podcast will synthesize with Ben Affleck running up the steps in Goodwill Hunting to knock on his door. Yeah, and then you're not there, and we just kind of turn around and are like, "All right, yeah, <laughs> you've moved on with your life. You're not 
dissecting this minute by minute. But also, I mean, like, it will live in, in poopertubity. <laughs> and that is by people who are following us on Twitter and uh, inviting other people to listen. And that's super cool. And I know that we both get one positive feedback or one positive review is like the coolest thing in the world because we really are just basically shouting into the void. <laughs> So, yeah. Well, I mean, I have to say, like, the response so far, I mean, obviously, we knew there's a built-in community around this, but the um, the response that we've gotten, not just in reviews, but, you know, in- including the reviews, has been already, I think, more than I, I was even thinking we'd get for the entire show. Yeah. Um. So it's been it's been awesome that we've got so much of this ahead of us, but we've already got such a strong following of people that are really excited about it. Yeah. But but for real though, if you've listened to us for this long, why haven't you left a review? I think that's the main. Forty. That's really yeah. What we're forty. At. We've we've <laughs> talked about this movie for. You've invested so much time. Just, yeah. you know, give us, you know, a couple more seconds of your time to give us a five-star review. We're all the way down to 4.9, and we got to find if there's a way to – is it possible to ever get all the way up to five average again? Yeah. Well, let's be honest here, Stephen. Let's call it what it is. We are at 4.9 and sinking. Yeah. <laughs> Odds are now we can only go down from here. I will say nothing makes me happier than when there's a comment on Twitter that is like, I didn't even know this was a thing. And now I have like 40 minutes because I've had those experiences finding podcasts. Oh, yeah. And it is like the purest moment of joy. And usually it's like after the fact that people have kind of wrapped up they were doing and I feel late to the party. So someone finding it and then powering through and then having to wait. Um, I feel for you there. I apologize. Yeah, but- exactly. I, feel, I I have that same response every time too. Someone's like, oh, this is awesome. I'm going to get caught up. And I'm like, oh no, no they're no, going to no, get no, caught up. Yourself. And then they're going to, it's like when you find a new, it's yeah, you find a new TV show or you find a new podcast yeah. and you binge through to the end of it. And then you're like, oh, now I've got to like I wait, to wait a year for the next season. <laughs> like all these other schmucks. Yeah. Yeah. You know what they say? Good luck for one is always his brother's misfortune. But all accounts are balanced in the end, I think. Good evening. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember good, what was in between. LOLOMG, we got him heart emoji. <laughs> good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Good night. <laughs> yep. <laughs> ben Affleck just takes me back to my junior high days.